There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. KVJ Cuts. All of these people in my life acting berserk. I'm feeling all pissed off and hurt. I need to know if I am the jerk. Oh, am I the jerk? Okay, this person wants to know if they are a jerk for putting a dog over their wife's pregnancy. So the email says, my wife is pregnant. Now, it's her first pregnancy. She's very paranoid about losing the baby. Her sister had had a miscarriage that she believes was caused by her riding on a jet ski when she didn't even realize that she was pregnant. Oh. So now my wife is trying to be as still as possible and is paranoid about anything that could make contact with her. So the dog that we have in the house is giving her major anxiety. It's a black lab. It's a bit bigger. It's still playful, but it's been trained not to jump up on people. But my wife still says that she's not comfortable having the dog at our house anymore and asked if I could find another place for it. Well, I did try to find a temporary place during my wife's pregnancy, but I have had no luck so far. She's still putting the pressure on, and now I'm looking at maybe having to get rid of the dog for good. But I just don't know if I can do this to my son. I'll take the dog right now. I'll t- I'm not kidding. I'll take the dog right now in my house. That'd they- be awesome. Seriously, I yeah. foster take it. it. I'll foster that dog until she has the baby, yeah. and then we, we it don't, doesn't even have to be an issue. So seriously, yeah, that actually would be a if really great want, thing if you would do that. I would absolutely do that. Yeah, I know people that would do that too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my friends at Rescue Life, they'll take the dog and foster it. Okay, very cool. We we don't have to make this a big thing. We, no, we, we, there are ways we can fix this. You but, can have the baby in peace, the dog can stay, the kid can come over and see the dog. It's a, it's a home run. I understand what it's like to be a first-time pregnant woman. Mm. You get super paranoid. You get super, like, hot. Like It feels like you have almost, like, spidey senses. Okay. You see and smell and hear things that you couldn't see mm-hmm. and smell and hear before because you're just trying to protect your baby and you're paranoid, and especially if you think your sister had a miscarriage from being jostled she probably didn't yeah but you can't rationalize with a pregnant person and you shouldn't try to diminish her feelings you're going to make her even more paranoid and insecure i watch a lot of my friends dogs even with all my toys yeah. I've, I've got a system to where i can block things off and mm-hmm. make it very enjoyable for the dog yeah. if they're you know and they yeah. may find someone else that, that they can help with right. but if, if they need a last ditch you know little resort here you can come and drop the dog off at my house yeah that be that'd be a really good thing because you know i think they're really kind of tormented here i mean imagine you've got a a loved one like that a dog and you know for a lot of people dogs are family sure and you don't want to minimize her concerns but paranoid wife comes first Mm -hmm. she just does her body is telling her to do these crazy things to protect the baby. She's not just making these things up. Your brain t- makes you crazy when you're pregnant yeah. to protect your baby. Mm-hmm. It's 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 human nature. I, I do want to just put this on the record. This is a one-time situation. Please don't show up at my house with 
random dogs. Like people have been doing that. And so I, anyone I, who's I, going through a hardship with a dog right now, they shouldn't just show up. No, today. Please don't do that. The pregnant lady, they they can bring their dog because you know after you know eight months, you can give them their dog back. I had someone mm-hmm. drop someone from the chat room come over with a dog, no notice or anything. I happened to be yeah. home. I answered the door with a dog in front of me with all this guilt, and it wasn't the right fit. It just wasn't. And then I had to tell this person, sorry. Yeah. And I felt like a jerk. Right. I just like I don't know. Just don't show up randomly at people's houses with animals. Don't answer your door. I, I, well, I, I, that's what's happened now. <laughs> I, I don't answer my door anymore. <laughs> I don't like being like There's that. There's probably five dogs standing at his door right now. And three bags of Uber Eats. That's <laughs> why I had to make that. People show up with goats. The dogs are well fed. I'll take care. The sad thing is, I'll take care of the dogs. And I just I can't be involved. This is a good situation because yeah, okay. there's she's pregnant and there's uh-huh. an, there's an end game. Well, it's been vetted by Kevin. They're not just showing up at my door. Yeah, which is a big thing. Yeah, yeah, it it is. And um, you know, you got to wonder. I mean, does that change after you give birth, Virginia? Does the paranoia go away, or is that something where you would see a paranoid pregnant? woman turning into a paranoid mom who's got her first infant and she is like oh my gosh no we can't have anything around the baby it might knock the baby down it could i mean you're just gonna have to take it month by month you you can't Mm -hmm. make any predictions about how she's gonna act as a new mom but you do have to always remember to put your wife and child first okay all right we love dogs don't get me wrong but wife and child come first okay always huh yeah, it's uh, kind of a uh, ongoing sad story. I guess his son's really attached to the dog. Well, where, they can come visit it at Jaybird's house. Where yeah. do they live at? I mean, seriously, yeah, say in the email, we'll figure it out. If they really okay. need the help. Mm-hmm. Okay. All I've right, opened there you up go. such a can of worms. Bird's <laughs> home for wayward dogs. I, I reacted on emotion. I'll take the dog. Yeah. And I'm going to have I'm gonna have quite a problem at my house. I just know it. If you've got a situation where you need to rehome a dog, send us your emails. Mail at kbjshow.com. It won't just be dogs. People will show with a rooster. Yeah. Be- Ooh. <laughs> you would love a rooster. No, I wouldn't. I've got 20 iguanas behind my house. I don't want to kill them. They're going to remove them. Jaybird, will you take these 20 iguanas? If I'm drinking, I probably will. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. I'll uh-huh. make it a iguana sanctuary. Iguanas are just mini dinosaurs, okay? They would fit uh, real true. nice yeah, in that yep. dinosaur garden. They would look pretty cool. And you know they love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've always needed. You need an iguana garden out there, too. We're just building a zoo. Yeah. yeah. At this point, why yeah. not? Let's do it. <laughs> okay, somebody want to know, am I the jerk for hosting an insensitive kid's birthday party? says, my son is turning eight and requested a Cowboys and Indians-themed birthday party. Now, from what I understand, some people are extremely offended by it. They think it's culturally insensitive. Should I make my son choose another theme, or would I be a jerk if I still did the Cowboy and Indian theme? <laughs> this is one of those ones where... Yeah. As soon as it's on the internet, mm-hmm. just have... Just be prepared to get some backlash. Internet mm. people and then real people right. in real life are different. You post any photos of that, and yeah, don't post any photos. Well, you're you're going to a party with you have all you have a bunch of people. Someone's gonna probably post a photo or take a photo at least. Yeah, is that still even something that's popular with kids today? I was surprised to even see that. I don't know. I remember, you know, my dad's era. We're talking about uh, them boomers, though. They loved them, some cowboys and Indians. Loved it. It was still big when I was a little kid. I I remember my school had us dressing up for Thanksgiving 
as Native American Indians. Uh-huh. I don't yeah. know if that would fly today. I don't no. think kids can do that today, right? I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Probably do not. They? We had a song. I remember making my own my own dress yeah. and everything. Yeah. I think Rocco did. I learned a lot about the culture. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, we did more of the cops and robbers. That was kind of uh, That's my a great, era. That's great, too. Yeah. Uh, that'd be the only thing. I don't know. I mean, they really hung up on that. If Rocco wanted to do a Cowboys and Indians theme party and you heard around the the neighborhood, Virginia, that you're getting some brush bag feedback. I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. That's so tasteless. <laughs> well, would you try to persuade Rocco in going a different direction or just say, look, we're not doing that? I would try to push him in a different direction just because I mm-hmm. put so much on social media that I don't want to make people sad. Yeah. You know, if people would say it's insensitive, I don't want to be right. that person. Right. And it, kids are easily swayed, too, because mm-hmm. when they're seven and eight and nine, like, you can help them come up with other ideas. It's not yeah. cowboys and Indians or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people love the heat, and they they would want to have this party just so they could fight with people on social media when they post that the photos. That is well, not me. Right. <laughs> That's the kind of questions you have to ask yourself. What's yeah. the strategy? What's the end game here? Are you the kind of person that says, you know what, no one's going to tell me what to do, and you still do it? Just know you're going to get heat if you do it. Yeah. He just, that's just the way it is. Yeah, I hear Some you. people are built for the heat. I think it'd be easier to deflect if you could and go on a different path. <laughs> Cops and robbers, like you said. Yeah. So even that could be controversial these days. Yeah, You're everything's right. controversial. Everything is controversial. <laughs> you know what? No more kids' birthday parties. <laughs> well, that's what it's, it's just a generic theme. There's all the balloons are, are just a plain color. There's no theme. There's can't no do nothing. Paint, can't, well, you can't, nope. don't, don't you dare gen- gender this party. Yeah, <laughs> it's just <laughs> so boring. It looks like that generic cereal back in the day. Uh, it's it's, it's <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, it really is when you break it down. Kids' birthday parties, man, it's just, you can have a lot of drama with that. You can have a lot of drama, especially if you're posting it on social media, which a lot of people do. You only gave her girls toys? She's a girl. Yeah, sorry. But how canceled? How dare you? (laughs) It could happen. You're right. I can see it happening. You're right. Thank God. No more kids' birthday parties for me. We're aging (laughs) out. And uh, one person wanted to know, am I the jerk for not minding my own business? It says, my mother is 78 years old, and she has befriended the 16-year-old boy who lives next door, as well as his mother, who is a single mother. It is only the two of them, the boy and his mom, in the house. And yesterday, the son came to my mother's house sobbing, and he told her he had no idea who else to talk to, but that his mom is verbally abusive to him. She tells him that she hates him and that she wishes he were dead. Oh, my. She's even suggested ways for him to kill himself and told him that she hears of kids committing suicide all the time and wishes he would do it. Oh, my gosh. He also told my mom that he can tell that he is becoming deeply disturbed and that he has urges to hurt the pets living in their house, even though he loves them. Then he asked my mother to swear to never tell a soul about this. Well, my mom told me about it, and together we decided it was best to call his high school counselor. Well, the counselor promised us that the boy would never know that somebody had called, and they would make it seem like a routine check-in on him, and that his mother wouldn't be contacted. Well, they lied. The second they hung up the phone, they pulled him out of class, called the police, and called his mother. 
The boy has since texted my mom and told her that she has ruined his life. And the boy's mother has also reached out and told my mom to never speak to them again. I'm absolutely wrecked with guilt over what will happen to him in that house now. He told my mom that we made everything so much worse for him. I'm heartbroken. Did we do the right thing? The school or somebody needed to know, right? Am I the jerk for reporting the abuse happening to a boy who didn't want it reported? Oh, my God. you got to report abuse. Mm-hmm. This is such a terrible scenario. Abuse happening, mm-hmm. you got to report. If you know abuse is going on, you have to yeah. You have to report that. And, you know, if you are told something like that, be like, look, we need to solve this. I know that you need someone to talk to, but we need to help you find a solution out of this uh, because this is not a healthy place for anyone to be and do what you can to help the kid. I don't like that, you know, the school went back on their word. I mean, if they're going to say something, you guys need to live up to it. In the future, there's a local organization called Boys Town, mm-hmm. and they yeah. offer counseling and they offer help to young men in this kind of situation and i don't know how involved the parent has to be or not be but i would look at something like that Mm because they do wonderful work it's a great charity yeah no they really are really good people that uh, run that so that would be uh, one thing to do but yeah where do you go because you hear that so much today where that's the one thing we say is, look, there are all these telltale signs that this kid was having troubles, and why did no one report it to anyone? Because they wanted to mind their own business? Well, sometimes right. you can't always just mind your own business, especially in a situation like this. So I, I would never say that you were a jerk. You meant well. You're trying. Yeah. You're doing something. You're not just sitting by. Right. If you have good intentions, you can't be a jerk, and I the, really think you did the right thing. You had to say something in this situation. The jerk is the school for ratting out who did it. Yeah, there's a couple jerks. I there mean, is. Obviously, the mom is number one, and then the school is uh, number two. And then Why would they not. call the mom if the mom is the problem? Wouldn't you try to sit the boy down and help him mm-hmm. first, not tip off the mom and make a bad situation worse? I'm kind of curious what the protocols are. How much can you have conversations with kids that the parents aren't aware of, and when do the parents become aware? I wonder what that... Well, if the problem is the parent... Mm-hmm. I would much rather see a school try to intervene and help the kid without the parent involved. Right. Yeah. The parent is the abuser, and so you call them first. Yeah. Like, It doesn't feel like they did the right thing. Maybe they handled it completely wrong. I'm just curious, anybody who knows uh, how you're supposed to handle something like that, did they blow it? Are they the jerk in the way that they handled it?